some other titles we you know we have into across and then beyond okay so what is next for the spider-verse the end of like like specifically coming after beyond or just we're just spitballing other possibilities here it's like the first thing that come to mind is between between this between the spider-verse yeah which maybe you do like a spin-off you do the hobie movie yeah uh Let's see, around the Spider-Verse? Well, isn't that across? Isn't that, what's the difference there? Kind of, I mean, to me, across is like a straight line, whereas around is, uh, you circumnavigate it. I, let's see, in front of the Spider-Verse? Okay. I, behind the Spider-Verse? Without. Without, okay, all right. For the dark chapter. Sure. Uh, Absent the Spider-Verse. Um, underneath? I'm underneath. thinking purely directional here. Yeah, you sure are. Uh, well, I mean, that's... Is that purposeful? Yeah, because into, across, beyond, those are all... Yeah. Spatially related. Uh, if we open it up, if we, you know, want to think outside the box, which I think the creators of Spider-Verse would... Appreciate. Destroy. I, sure, yeah. That You do destroy the Spider-Verse, then you do without the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. And then you do conceiving the Spider-Verse. No. Not building. That's... No, no, no. Growing the Spider-Verse. Renewing the Spider-Verse. Reviving. Wait, hang on. I've got it. Reloading. It's, it's done, right? Like, write it in ink. Weaving the Spider-Verse. Hey, that's interesting. Weaving. Much like a spider would, you see. No, I understand. That's That's a good one. Laying the (laughs) Spider-Verse. Okay. Hatching the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Raising the Spider-Verse. Hiding in the corner of the ceiling, the (sighs) Spider-Verse. Crawling into your mouth while you're sleeping, the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Swallowing the Spider-Verse eight times in your life. I thought it was a year. <laughs> Is it? Oh, <laughs> God. Either way, it's too many. Uh, all right. Let's get to it. It's been two weeks, inadvertently. Um, hello, everyone, and welcome to... I was going to say, what's in the box that was presents, but it's just the... 242nd episode of What's in the Box Office. What's in the Box Office presents the 242nd episode of What's in the Box Office. Your weekly look at movies and the money they make. Each week we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large. I'm your host, Brian. And I'm your host, Noah. And I'd like to continue honoring uh, Across the Spider-Verse. I have put together... Do you uh, you want to hazard a guess as to my Spider-Verse related Um, top five here? Non-Disney animated movies. No, but that would be good. Uh, variations of Spider-Man. I 
No, also would have been good. I'd have, I think I'd have to take uh, take in the movie and the first one another time. Sequels. I've, cliffhangers. I've pre- cliffhangers would have been good. I've previously done a Spider-Man I'm villains. I've given you a lot of good ideas. Uh, okay. Well, there's a third one of these coming soon. Right. I No, I have naturally ranked the top five Daniel Kaluuya movies. Oh. Uh, in honor of uh, Spider-Hobie. Uh, Spider-Punk, I think, is what they would call him. Yeah, bruv. Uh, yeah, and he's just great in the movie. Uh, but he's also great in other things. I want to do this one, too. Go ahead. Uh, number five on my list, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, which is a movie that he won an Oscar for. Yep. I say very deservedly. I uh, throws off your timeline a bit because it came during the extended eligibility thing. Yeah. I, in a way that I uh, I know troubles you. Well, it's over with now. It is. I I think this is a case of a a movie that is quite good and a performance that is just spectacular. I would have nominated him. That's good. Yeah, he wouldn't have won that year for me. But that's bad. <laughs> Paul, I would I would give it to Paul Reese for Sound of Metal. Sure, he was also good. It was a good year, but I uh, or a good year in two months. Twenty twenty was a good year. <laughs> Everyone says so. Uh, Kaluuya is incredible in Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, I came out the other side of that, just floored by him. Uh, Are you going like any kind of performance of his? Yeah, I mean, no matter how small. If if it is. I, I always try to do the cutoff as like, do I remember them in the movie? Mm. So if I if I were to look back and be like, oh, Daniel Kaluuya had like an uncredited role in uh, Spider-Man 2, I don't know. I I probably wouldn't accept that. So you're not counting Sicario? I, or do no, you I, remember him in Sicario? I remember that he was in Sicario, but his performance did not make an impression on me at the time. Uh, so, no, I did not consider it. All Plus, right. I've ranked it, like, at least twice before in various lists. Yeah, sure. Uh, number four is Nope, uh, a movie that I meant to revisit for the top ten of last year. Uh, did not get around to doing, but really enjoyed when it came out. This is sort of the uh, the opposite kind of great performance that Daniel Kaluuya gives. Uh, Judas and Black Messiah, very... Uh, very loud, very actorly, very Academy Award esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Nope is very reserved, very internal, and is just as good in it. Uh, he's he's got this sort of like uh, this simmering energy in him in that movie. Uh, a little a little funny, a little uh, a little serious, and just like just great great movie. Uh, really, really fun little uh, sort of. Not, I don't want to say palate cleanser for Jordan Peele, because that implies like it's a less significant movie than the ones he's made. He's made, but just a movie that I th- I think it's good that sort of the culture reacted to it as like, oh, okay, nope. Uh huh. I uh, just to sort of wash away that like ever ever rolling hype train, and so now he can just make movies. That's great. Uh, number three, Widows, featuring a supporting Kaluuya performance as the uh, like the angry uh, henchman villain. I uh, 
just an- another one where it's just you, every time he's on screen in that movie, you, you just you, you're captivated. You doing, can't look away. Doing his thing. I see. Uh, that now he's I now I see. I thought I thought you would like heard something. No, in the no, he's telling the guy to rap, and he's he does yeah. that look. Where he's looking at him like. Hmm. Yeah. No. Now now that now that you yeah. say it, I'm think I'm thinking back on, and I'm I'm putting that together. I. Uh, really great movie. Great heist out of widows. I. Uh, Love to see Steve McQueen return to making movies. He made a four-hour World War II documentary. Documentary, okay. Premier to Khan. In, all right, all right. I think sure. he has another movie eventually that he's making with Saoirse. I'm not sure if they're doing that right now or something. All right, uh, I eagerly await it. Number two on my list. Already at number two, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Wow. I, which we'll talk about more uh, as the podcast rolls along, but. Really great movie. Very happy about it. And Kaluuya, of course, tremendous in it. Number one, well, what is there to say? It's Get Out. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about Get Out many times before. Uh, among the better and more important movies of its decade. Uh, and Kaluuya's at the center. A star-making turn. Uh, my five, number five, Black Panther. Then Widows. Then Nope. Then across the Spider Verse and then get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's re- it's really like I I think Sicario could be considered for some, and so you're really looking at a list of seven there. Uh, I I chose I chose to exclude Black Panther just because of the uh, significance of his role, mm-hmm. but he is uh, he is good in the limited time he has in it, and it's a great movie. So that is a, that is a good pick. On to I think our actual top five here. Uh, it is led by Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse at number one, followed by The Little Mermaid, The Boogeyman, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and Fast X. But Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is number one this weekend. It made $120.6 million in its opener. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Um I have stats. It- I'd love to hear them. It is the blew away expectations. People had it like seventy to ninety yeah. wide array of expectations. The first one to open, what did you say, like thirty eight, forty? Yeah, Christmas twenty eighteen. a surprisingly long time ago. Does not feel like that movie well, is five I mean, years this old. Was, this was come out last year. Remember? Yeah, sure. They pushed it. All right. Seventh biggest for animation, uh, ahead of Minions, 115, which is already a great feat. Seventh biggest for June, just ahead of Man of Steel. Third biggest for Spidey, second biggest of this year. Really incredible. I mean, the first film made like 180. This will have that by the weekend. Yeah. Uh, And if not, you know, Saturday. This is... uh, uh, remarkable feat and, you know, something that we in the biz like to call a breakout sequel. Breakout sequel. They can still happen. Uh, of course, when a move first movie, you know, the, you think of breakout sequels like um, Austin Powers. Sure. Uh, Shrek 2. Shrek 2. American Pie 2. Uh, Rush Hour 2. Um, 
movies that open well and do really well meet the parents and then the second one due to the good word of mouth and people catching it at home or on video uh the second one just kind of explodes and that's what happened here stellar reviews great buzz and it's strange because there's not been a drought in the marketplace i mean we're sitting here with Super Mario Brothers movie still making, you know, almost three and a half million dollars and having made 566. So the appetite for animation has been met. Same thing with obviously superhero films. But when you got the buzz, it just doesn't matter, baby. This is um, an absolute smash. And uh, it's very exciting. It's got an A cinema score. And there's a potential here for this to just completely roll through May. Like, if I was Transformers and uh, Elemental and Flash, I would be a little nervous here because I can see a world where even with Transformers, this takes a small drop next weekend and just climbs and climbs and climbs. It could win the summer. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be very cool. Something else uh, about the breakout sequel thing I wanted to point out, just because it's interesting to me. Uh, this is not to sort of diminish what it's done or anything, but I don't know that we've ever seen a breakout sequel like this that had a uh, like preset franchise expectations behind it. I, you know, that this is the first the first uh, Spider Verse movie came out and kind of did like oh this did this did well for like a a tiny little offshoot of the spider-man mm-hmm. franchise it's not like a spider-man level success because right. spider-man is one of our most successful franchises uh, that there is one of the most popular superheroes but like for what it did good stuff and now the second one has just kind of elevated itself into uh, primary Spider-Man success levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just, it was just like an interesting, uh, an interesting little wrinkle that it's, it has pulled itself up to be an equal footing Spider-Man franchise instead of just like, Oh yeah. Like good for you. Spider-Man. Franchise. Right. No, this is, this is playing with the big hitters and I've heard people have mixed reactions to the cliffhanger going into it. Sure. Which is like, no, nobody had mixed reactions to end, to yeah, Infinity War. That was a big ass cliffhanger too. It was a very big. I don't know people going like, "Oh, come on!" to that one. So chill out. Um, but and also, we're getting it not in a year, but in like ten months. It's coming out in March. Okay, supposedly. Uh, and so this is like akin to like the Matrix, but if like Reloaded was well received. Yeah. That is a, I I think I think the Matrix comparison is like a a very interesting sort of direct relationship and just how they're composed. And mm-hmm. that you know we were talking about this a bit uh, when we got out of the movie the other day. Uh, the first one is just its own its own standalone thing. Yeah, and it kind of breaks the mold, and you come out of it and going like, holy shit! Like I didn't quite know that a thing could do that. I, uh, and then. It follows it up with a second and third that are like basically a part one and two. Uh, in this one, literally, I think the Matrix has a little a little more resolution than that, but that is still the like, Matrix Reloaded. The first, yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, there's the storyline of, you know, Trinity falling out of the building and yeah. he rescues her. Yeah. yeah, but there's the so there's the first movie and then there's the second and third movie. Except, as you said, in this case, everyone loves Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, Pirates. Yeah. Ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah, that definitely uh, definitely did a similar thing. Um, and I remember people getting mad about those. Anyway, you know, it's just, it's it's interesting. Worldwide, the film is doing... Very well. It's yeah, it's not opening everywhere just yet, but it's at two oh eight. I think word of mouth is going to carry it. Do you know how much it costs to produce? I. How much do you give this movie to produce? Okay, let's see. I don't. Lord I, Miller, go. Hey, we're doing a sequel. Yeah. I don't know how much, but I would say, uh, given given how things go, what given the success of the first budget movie, conscious budget. Uh, I would. Uh, I would think you could reasonably spend a buck fifty on this. A buck fifty. Yeah. Okay. And then factor in like I don't really know what animation costs, so if it's actually like a lot more than that, I'm not gonna like scream. Okay. You might scream. It's a hundred million dollars. Okay. Well, that's the that's the other direction that I was kind of hoping for, but like didn't want to get too excited. Yeah. Uh, see, that's just like. <laughs> that's so cool and is I don't understand when movie studios come out and they're like well you know we made and this is just a made up number here but we made Transformers Rise of the Beasts and like there was no way to do it for less than 225 mm-hmm. I even if they did make that movie for less than 225 you know what I mean yeah, yeah. and it's just like of course there is of course, you, they spent a hundred million dollars on this animated movie that is just like, it's stunning in how it looks. It is so impressive. Transformers: Rise of the Beast cost two hundred. Yeah, see, fuck that. It's insane. <laughs> you ruined that franchise. You're now play. You're now batting at a smaller level. You make your Transformers movies for under two hundred million dollars, assholes. This is a uh, 120 is a great number. It's going to cruise through the summer. It's got replayability. Kids are about to be out of school. It's this is this is I hope this is a thing much like Super Mario and Incredibles and stuff. Yeah, Uh, but we'll have to see. Also opening this weekend. The Boogeyman, which made an okay 12 million dollars. Not a lot of big horror movies coming out this year. We got Insidious, The Red Door later on and. A couple good indies that you and I are excited for. It Lives Inside. That looks uh, very cool. Talk to Me. Yeah. Um, One of those might become a thing. Yeah. You know, uh, Talk to Me has got A24 behind it. So yeah. Maybe. But not a lot of big horror movies coming out, so this could ride that wave. It's tough because I, I the pre-release, like months and months ago, was like this was supposed to be Hulu, and it had huge... Uh, audience scores and so Disney was like great throw it in theaters and this probably isn't what they thought they were going to get when they threw it in theaters sure but it's better than debuting it on Hulu and nobody watching it yeah you're not, not making nobody, 12 million dollars in a weekend for nobody a movie talking on Hulu. about it and then when it does get to Hulu people go oh yeah that was that movie that was out let me watch this right that's exactly what this is for it's strange you know I always think of the uh, 2005's Boogeyman uh, which is a movie that came out and opened to $19 million in 2005. So this is worse than that. Um, also opening this weekend, I want to shout out Past Lives all the way down in 12th place. Opened in four theaters. 
made 58,000 per theater average. Really nice, and I expect uh, it to hang around the indie circuit for a while. It's supposed to be phenomenal. Yeah, I'm very excited to see that movie. In its second weekend, we didn't talk about The Little Mermaid last weekend opened to... Let me click to what it opened to. Uh, it opened to 95 for the three-day, 120, 118 uh, for the four-day weekend. And so this is a nice, nice drop for it. Um, comparable to Aladdin, which was the last one of these to open over Memorial Day. Aladdin opened to 116. They both had a cinema scores. Um... What did this drop? This dropped 56.7%. Okay, so Aladdin dropped 53%. Um, second weekend openers for L- L- Little Mermaid was total 133. Aladdin had $92 million of competition. And the 10 days are ex- almost exactly the same. 186.2 to 185.5. So... It's a huge hit domestically. That's a really nice drop, especially with um, Across the Spider-Verse taking away the kid audience, you know? Yeah. Uh, worldwide, this is getting kind of pummeled. Um, and there's it's at 328 right now, and there's, you know, talk of uh, Asian market review bombing Okay. due to racism. I don't know. It's also possible this just isn't a big IP elsewhere. You know, we've seen that with a couple of these. Sure. It doesn't have a huge movie star like Aladdin does in Will Smith. It oh, doesn't. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right, 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 right. You know, it doesn't have the uh, the cultural cachet of The Lion King or Beauty and the Beast. Sure. The Little Mermaid is sort of it the might be Captain more, America of Disney's Yeah, it MCU. might be more American than we thought. I mean, the first movie made $80 million in 1989. And then Beauty and the Beast made like 140, and then Aladdin made 200. Uh-huh. And so you look at those numbers, you're like, oh, yeah, well, the one that made 80 is just going to make less now. So that's kind of what's happening here, but it's making a decent chunk of change. Uh, it should get over 300 million if it's able to hold, and it's making a nice, nice bit of business. Um, a lot of movies are in their second weekend. You got About My Father and The Machine, which both don't, aren't making money. Who cares? Kandahar, which isn't making money, and You Hurt My Feelings, which also just isn't making money. So we can just move right on past those. And that's all I got for box office. All right. I uh, any uh, Anything to talk about with uh, Guardians or Fast X to uh, round out our top five? Oh, yeah, let's we... do that. Guardians is holding just like a fucking champ. I mean, I, 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 if I had the time and the means, I would have pulled, like, the weekend drops. It hasn't dropped over 50% ever. Which is crazy for a big, successful superhero movie. Yes, a third sequel, a movie, you know, nine years after the original, Marvel after the misfire of Ant-Man. Like, it truly, 47, 47, 35, 48. Like, just, it's holding incredibly well. And then as far as, where is it now? Uh, it has three hundred and twenty-three million dollars. All right, three twenty-three. So the first one made three thirty-three. It's gonna pass that, and the second one made three eighty-nine. That'll be a bit of a struggle. But either way, what's it worldwide? Can you click on it? Yeah, worldwide. Guardians has seven hundred and eighty-one. Yes, yeah, so it's gonna cross eight hundred, and um, it's just a really kind of face-saving. Uh, 
just yeah. good numbers. It's doing really well. I'm really excited about it. And then Fast X is not um, doing well. It is worldwide. This is an interesting case of um, the domestic and the. This is like an ice age that's happening. Here. I was just going to bring up ice age. Well, we you know we had this. The writing was on the wall after F- Fate of the Furious made two twenty here and over a billion worldwide. Right. And then F nine did two like one eighty here and then seven hundred million worldwide. And this one is going to, honestly, I don't see this getting over 150, which would make it the lowest since it might not make. Let me look up what Fast and the Furious, which was the fourth film. I was going to say, that's number four. um, In 2009, which, of course, we know was the. the great like, tagline, new model, original parts. It brought all the four characters back. Yeah. It was the sort of catalyst for this whole renewal the of the franchise. Legacy sequel before those were a thing. Yeah. Made 155. It's not going to make more than that. That's bad. It's funny that that made 360 worldwide. And so far, Fast X is being saved by overseas numbers. It's at 604. It's going to make over 700 million, um, which is why... Universal should be having some... Universal has another one. Like, that's clear. It's not going to be a divergent situation where you're just like, well, that didn't fucking work. We've stopped making these. But The Rock has announced there's just a Hobbs movie before the next one. So maybe keep the budget in check and see how that goes. I saw an unconfirmed article, and I don't really trust it, that uh, Ryan Reynolds and um, Kevin Kevin Hart Hart will be in it. I saw that, too. But I didn't click on it, but it would make sense. And if, they, if they're if they smart, they do it because then they're building a little family. Sure. For yeah, this yeah, other yeah. franchise. Yeah. Uh, I say go for it. Bring Vanessa Kirby back. Apparently, Statham doesn't want to do it. Fine. But um, that's what I think they should do. And then if they keep the budget in check and that does well, then we, you know, we got a little cushion for Fast X. Put Momoa in that one. And... You just gotta have a frank discussion about doing one or two more of these. Um, yeah, you gotta you gotta stop before you lose the worldwide momentum too, and yeah. it just becomes a huge embarrassment. So we'll see, but it's it's really kind of a disaster domestically. Also, just like make a movie make that's a okay. Movie. Just make a good movie. You've done it honestly so many times relative to movies you know what i mean it just it wasn't it couldn't great where's chris morgan you've got you've got under your belt at at worst three movies that are legitimately good just no qualifier good and And then a couple fun ones yeah and i'd say two movies that aren't good but are fun is that one and two to me yeah yeah and uh yeah like just do do that again. Make yeah. a make a movie that's at least fun. There's no fun to be had in no. Fast X. So, um, yeah, not looking good. All right, Brian. Then it's time to play everybody's favorite game. You got it, Noah. Did it make that more or less real than? natural? We all know how to play. I named three movies, and you list them in order. Which ones made more, and which ones made less yeah. at the box office? Yeah. For a bonus point, you can tell me the year in question. One of the movie's opening weekend totals within $3 million, and one of the movie's final grosses within $3 million. Are you ready to play? Yep. Your three movies are. Let me see if I can get the year on the first one. Okay. You sure might. The Day After Tomorrow. Yeah, got it. I, Robot. Uh-huh. And National Treasure. 
Oh, the day after tomorrow. I was thinking the day the earth stood still. Uh, National Treasure iRobot 2004. That is correct. Ooh, this is a fun one. I know all of these things. Okay, well, let's, let's see. Let's go. <laughs> Mr. Cocky. You know what's you know what the two closest ones are is National Treasure and the Day After Tomorrow. But I'm going to say Day After Tomorrow is the first then Treasure then iRobot. That's correct. Okay. Um Let's go with the final gross of National Treasure 172. 173. Very good. Okay. Up to five. And opening weekend. Uh, oh, boy. Wasn't I Robot July 4th? Was that a holiday opening? I, let's Mr. 4th of July over there? Let me tell you. Shia LaBeouf? Uh, no, it was not. What? When did it come out? July 16th. That's stupid. Okay. 52. See... It's not 52. It's 52.1. I see. So, yeah, that's a... Uh, Can yeah. I guess uh, Day After Tomorrow's uh, opening? 64. Boy, it's a good thing you went with iRobot. Uh, Day After Tomorrow is 68.7. Wow. You know, that opened at number two. It was one of the first times where it was like number one, huge gross. Yeah. Number two, huge gross. Let's see. It's exciting. Number one that weekend for... Wait. What? 2004? Yeah. May. Yeah. Was... Wasn't Shrek 2. What was the date? Well, it was May 28th. Was it still Shrek? Yeah. It was the second weekend of Shrek 2. Yeah. $72 million. How much did that drop? Uh, 33%. <laughs> fucking nuts that's silly that's silly uh, yeah six point outing well done you Thank really you. did know all of those things that's my sweet sweet spot i uh, come and gone from a theater near you though are you ready to go yeah back in let's time? do that all right we're doing 2011 this is what is the date week 22 the date is june 3rd june 3rd 2011 Jonah no we're looking for one film mr popper's penguins no Think, uh, think more uh, franchisal. Two thousand eleven. Yes. To some, the continuation of a franchise. To Sh- others, X Men First Class, the beginning of a franchise. Yeah, forty. Uh, two, I think it was low forties. Forty three. I know it was not low 40s. Was it high 40s? It was mid 50s, 55. Oh, hey, good for them. Yeah. I should watch that movie again at some point. Still, I remember when that came out, Big Leg Doll. Good thing people think it's good. Yeah. Uh, Everyone loved that movie. I thought it was fine. Yeah, we were both a little cold on it. Yeah. But maybe I was wrong. Maybe. I. And then that's uh, that's it for that weekend. Nothing right. else uh, tried to oppose the might of the X-Men franchise. Well, no, Damas. Um, we don't have an early reaction, but let's discuss how you did. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, you said open to 150. What did that open? That wasn't. That's not it, right? That was wrong? 
Uh, yeah, that's not going to be 150. Let's see. Guardians of the Galaxy opened to 118. Okay. So, yeah, that was a miss. Little Mermaid opens to 70. Wrong about that. Yeah. Spider-Verse, you said it opened to 175. Yeah, and that was just... Like, I was right in spirit, but wrong on paper. Sure. And... Just picked a silly number. Up next, you have Transformers Rise of the Beast opening this weekend, which in December 4th, 2022, you said would open to 35. How do you feel about that now? Uh, I feel that that is possible. I, I, feel, I think I feel good about that. How do you feel about that? Um... Yeah, I wonder if like the decent notices coming out of it, and I heard that pre-sales were good a few weeks ago. I would expect an opening closer to fifty than forty. Okay, but I wouldn't be surprised just because it seems like it's just not a big deal this summer that this is coming out. So, plus Spider Verse, I think is going to hold well. Right. So we'll see. We'll see. Fingers uh, crossed. All right. Um. Next week. I don't know if we'll do one next week. We might. See how we feel. Yeah. On Monday. But next week's a big week. See how Spider-Verse holds. You also got Transformers, Rise of the Beast. Can it revive a franchise with a movie that's fun? That's that's what you need to do. Um, That is next week. Noah, plug us up. All right. You can find us at whatsintheboxoffice.com. We are on Twitter at WitBoxOffice. That is also our Instagram handle. I am on Twitter at Noah Drukey. I'm at Brian DeSerber, D-A-S-U-R-B-E-R. That's also my Letterboxd handle. Uh, of course, the feed for Four-star our Four-star rating system. Four-star rating system can be found anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Stitcher. We are on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. We are on Spotify. Those platforms. Rate and review us. Use a five-star rating system. So please Go utilize five. that. Yeah, don't do the four-star rating system. If you happen that. to rate us on Letterboxd, uh, break your own personal mold and give us five stars there. Yeah. Though four stars is also valid. Mm-hmm. All right. Next week's a big week. Maybe we'll have a podcast. Maybe we won't. What do you care? You haven't, you haven't liked or, or, or reviewed <laughs> our, our podcast. If our like and subscribe numbers go up, we definitely got to do one. All right. Fair enough. That's you. You heard it here. It's up to you, folks. <laughs> this is pay to play. Uh, this has been What's in the Box Office. I've been your host, Brian. And I've been your host, Noah. We'll see you maybe next week. And until then, go see a movie.